Well, you found me again. You are listening to, in some weird postmodern way, the personal blog of Kenneth John Odell. That's me. Today is Sunday, August 7th, and you are listening to episode number three of the Silent Noise Project. Today's episode is going to be short and sweet. It is going to be short for reasons you are going to hear about, and it is going to be sweet because of its natural fruity goodness. Actually, I'm only going to talk about four things, which means I'll probably end up talking about six or seven, because you know me, I can go on. But first, I'm going to talk about the name of this broadca- uh, podcasting project. Secondly, I am going to talk about my current and near future career plans, which I am been getting a lot of questions and messages about, so I'm going to address that issue. Then I'm going to tell you a story about why I do not drink apple juice, and then I'm going to talk about some future podcasting projects that you will probably see on this blog sometime around the end of September or October. Sooner, if all goes according to plan, but you will definitely hear them in October. So let's talk about that name. If you just tuned in today and you said Silent Noise Project number three, wait, what happened to numbers one and two? They are still there. It's just that I used to call them uh, Cherry Flavored Pez, a name I picked in a big hurry just because I was geeked to start podcasting. Uh, That line, of course, comes from a movie called Stand By Me. This is the 25th anniversary of that movie, which is awesome. And you should see it. It's a very good movie. In fact, it's based on an okay story by Stephen King. It's one of the few instances, if not the only instance, when the movie is actually better than the story it's based on. And actually, the story's not bad if you just take out all the boring bits. Not often, I will say that. Anyway, so, uh, I went through a very, very long list of names uh, to get to this one, and I threw out... Well, all of them except this one, because they all seem terribly derivative of something else. And I like Silent Noise because it has absolutely no meaning whatsoever. So don't look for hidden meanings. Although, having said that, it could refer to, you know, like when you hear something and nobody else does. Like, what's that ringing sound? Or that whistling sound? And... Nobody else hears it except you. Or it could just refer to all the noise inside my head that, again, nobody else hears. But it's not like a ringing sound. It's just like tons and tons of random thoughts. That's where uh, we are with the name of this podcast project. It is going to stay the Silent Noise Project because I went through a lot of work to come up with this, and I like it. So next up, I'm going to talk about my once-in-future career plans. But first, I want to play you a song. This is by a group called the Get Up Kids, off their album, Something to Write Home About, and it is called 10 Minutes.
minutes by the get up kids um you know that's the kind of music i like you know guitars drums bass you know rock and roll not that i don't like other kinds of things but that's i like that song so you get to hear it too uh let's talk about career plans obviously my career plans have gone somewhat awry this summer uh my plan was to get a full-time teaching job this fall that is not going to happen, not when school districts across the state are laying off teachers, thanks to certain decisions which have been made by certain politicians in Lansing. I won't mention names, but if you read the, the news or listen to the news, you know who is getting recalled. Um, so, in order to stay in the game, though, that means I need to uh, substitute teach again this year. 
Maybe a, a full-time job will open up sometime in January. Who knows? I kind of doubt it. But So the plan is substitute teach. There's just one little hitch. Uh, substitute teaching does not pay the bills. So I have to supplement that with something else. And what that is, I don't know. I've got to figure that out. Right now, the more immediate problem is um, not only are there no teaching jobs out there, there really aren't any uh, summer jobs. And I fell quite a bit behind uh, on various bills, including rent. And fortunately, I did manage to find a job in, you know, I'm not going to mention the name of the company, just in case I say something that bugs somebody down the road. Um, because there's quite a bit about this company that bugs me. Not that it's a bad place to work. It's I've never been... I've never worked someplace that's so incredibly disorganized. Let's just leave it at that. Um, but anyway, I did find this job eventually uh, working in a factory that makes aluminum products. Uh, it is massive amounts of overtime. I'm working... Uh, this week I work six 12-hour days. And I could have done uh, an eight-hour day today, but I needed to get caught up on a whole bunch of things. Um, so, I mean... Do the math. 6 times 12, that's 72 plus 8. That's 80 hours a week. And I need that money to get caught up on bills and rent so that I do not take an involuntary camping trip. I think you know what that means. Um, or you can figure it out. I need to work that job at least through the end of September. That will get me caught up on all of my bills and it will let me put a little bit of money in the bank so that I can start substitute teaching uh, in October because to be honest with you not a lot of teachers are gone during the month of September so there's no point in even trying uh, you might get one or two days here but for the most part everybody's there so hopefully if all goes well starting in October I will be substitute teaching again in all my usual places if all does not go well, that might get pushed back until November, and I may stay at this uh, aluminum factory working 80-hour weeks uh, through the end of October. I hope that doesn't happen, but I, I seriously need to bank some of that money and also figure out something else to do while I'm subbing. And I, I really do need to sub because um, it's not bad work, and I enjoy it. It would just be great if it paid the bills. But, you know, if you want to get a full-time teaching job, that's kind of what you have to do. You have to stay in the game. You know, you can't blow off practice and then show up on Friday night and ask the coach to put you in. You know, you have to be there. Um, so anyway, I am going to talk not in this podcast. I have a future episode planned. I've had a few other jobs this summer that were short and temporary uh, that I will talk about in future in a future podcast. I'm going to talk about the Last Chance Employment Agency, um, otherwise known as Rent-A-Felon. Yeah. Um, I'm also going to talk about the week I spent working at the mouse farm. I kid you not. And I'm also going to talk a lot about the place that I am working at now, which is this aluminum factory. And I'm actually... Um, because I'm working such long hours, I don't have a lot of time for a creative outlet. So on the drive there and back, which is about 45 minutes one way, uh, I've been recording uh, some audio files on the way there and on the way back. 
um, kind of as a creative outlet. And when I get a chance, I'm going to go through those. It's kind of like an audio diary of what's happening there. So I will, I, when I get a chance, I will go through and, and, and pick out some of those snippets to include in a later podcast. Kind of um, my personal record of the Great Recession. Uh, but this, I have today off, actually. This will probably be the last day that I have off for at least the next three weeks. It will be seven days a week, 12 hours a day. Um, so not a lot is going to get done on this blog or on this podcast. If you want to help me, if you want to get me back into the classroom sooner, there are two things that you can do. One, there's a tip jar up in the upper corner upper left-hand corner. I don't expect anything out of that. I mean, a buck here and there doesn't, you know, doesn't go that far. However, I do have sponsors, and I will talk to you on Facebook about that. Okay, so um, what I'm going to do now is play another song, and then I'm going to tell you the story about why I don't drink apple juice, and it is directly related believe it or not, to the place I work now, even though the place I work now has nothing to do with apples. We make things out of aluminum. I'm gonna, there's, there's a connection there, believe me. But first, a song. Called to me 
the Patinettes off their album Bliss. I am probably pronouncing their name right, but the song speaks for itself. It's pretty cool. I am going to tell you now why I do not drink apple juice. And like I said, it is directly related to the place I'm working now, which makes things out of aluminum. How is that connected, you wonder? Well, in this factory where I work, we have forklifts, and they're I think they're propane-powered. But if you've ever smelled this, their exhaust is is unmistakable. You can't miss it. The last time I worked in a factory that had propane-powered forklifts was right after I graduated from high school. It was the summer before I went away to college. And I worked in a fruit, well, a, fr a fruit factory, I guess. I don't know. I, I lived closer to the shoreline where we do a lot of fruit, uh, grow a lot of fruit because it's, uh, the growing conditions are better. And my friend Howard and I got this summer job working at this um, factory that processed fruit. And basically what they did was they cut it up, froze it, pack it packaged it with sugar, sent it out, and it got sent to restaurants and stuff like that. Um, one of the things we processed a lot was apples. And I'm going to talk, in the future I'll probably talk more about this uh, experience. I'm sure I will. Um, but... Uh, the way apples worked was there was a, a room at the end of the building and a truck would back up and it would dump all these apples into this big tank of water. There was a little conveyor that after the apple swished around it would take them at about a 30 degree angle up to a hole in the ceiling about two stories up and drop them onto a conveyor belt which would take them into the next room. Into the next room uh, a big two-story room and there would be I think six peeling machines way high up and the apples would go down this conveyor they would fall into these peeling machines which would peel them now every time something happens to these apples they would go down a step so after they come out with uh, the peeling machine they would drop about oh, about three feet down into another machine that would then cut them up and core them and well it would core them and then there was another machine that cut them up at every level there are ladies there with uh, those little plastic handled paring knives if there's a bad spot they would cut it out if there's a spot with a bug they would cut it out if there's a spot where the peeling machine missed the peel they would cut it out uh, or where the core left some of the seeds they would cut it out eventually by the time it gets back to the to the first floor level all you have are apple slices they come off a conveyor belt you have a, a scale and a big plastic bucket or maybe it was a metal bucket I don't remember um, sitting on that scale and you would let so many apples go in until you had like 20 pounds. You'd slide it down a conveyor to another belt 
or to another scale where somebody else would add like five pounds or eight pounds of sugar and then snap a lid on it and away it would go. At every step, however, there's another conveyor belt taking things back out of the room. So out of the bottom of the peeling machines come apple peels. Out of the bottom of the cores come apple cores. They all land on this conveyor belt and go back out to the other room. Uh, if these ladies would cut off a bad spot, cut off a peel, cut off a bug, it would go back on this conveyor belt. One of my jobs, because I was young and stupid and didn't know anything, uh, was to constantly sweep the floor. And so you would sweep the floor, and of course, what do you end up with on the floor? Uh, bits of apple, uh, bits of apple peel, uh, all, you know, all this just apple stuff. I would sweep it up, I would scoop it up with a shovel and dump it on this conveyor belt along with all of this other apple waste. And it would go on this conveyor back out of the room. Now, in the room where the apples came in, remember I said they got dumped into this big tank? The only other thing in that room besides that big tank was this big uh, vertical round tank. And all of this apple waste got ground up and pumped into this tank. And then every few days, a tanker truck would come and empty this big vertical tank. And so I'm cleaning apples up off the floor. You know, people sneeze on the floor. They spit on the floor. They walk through dirt and garbage and dog poop outside and then walk on the floor. And all these apple bits land there. And I sweep them up and scoop them up and put them on this conveyor belt. And out they go with the cores and the worms and the rotten apples and the peels. And they get ground up and pumped into this big round tank. And I asked one day, because I'm a curious sort of person, I said, what happens to that stuff? Does it get turned into livestock feed or do they use it for fertilizer? And my supervisor looked at me and said, no, that gets made into apple juice. And I said, what, you mean like apple juice that you get at the grocery store? And he said, yeah, apple juice that you go to the grocery store and buy and drink. That's what goes into apple juice. I mean, sure, they use regular apples, but they use the peels. They use the cores. They use the rotten spots. They use the bad spots. They use the spots with worms in them, including the worms. They use the apples that have fallen on the floor. They, that, the apples that people have spit on and sneezed on and walked on and that flies have landed on. And that all gets made into apple juice. And that's why I don't drink apple juice, because it's gross and disgusting. Uh, I know, maybe they do it differently nowadays, but um, I have not heard anything to the contrary. So I don't drink apple juice. One of these days, I will tell you other stories about how other food products are made, like blueberry muffins. But, um, you know, I want to leave you with at least some appetite. Uh, if you ever work in the food industry... Uh, you will learn a lot, and you can use it to shock and amaze your friends. Um, that's it on that story. And I'll be, and I forget, I'd completely forgotten about that story for years and years and years, except whenever I saw a bottle of apple juice, and until I, you know, and when I saw apple juice, I just, oh, I don't drink that. I didn't think about this whole story. But when I smelled that forklift exhaust, all of a sudden it took me right back to that 
old factory job in that fruit plant. Um, and that was the thing I, I thought about. Um, I have lots of other stories from that job. I will have to remember them and, and, and write them up a little bit and tell them to you. Uh, so I'm going to take a little break. And when I come back, I'm going to talk about some future podcasting projects and other ways that you can uh, stay in touch with me until you see me this fall in a classroom near you. Okay, future podcasting projects. If you have been listening to Project Wide Awake, which is my musical podcast, I have episode number four almost completely done. I just have to do some voiceover work on it. Hopefully, I will have that to you within a week. I'm working on number five, which hopefully you will get sometime in September. You know, if I could fit a couple other in, a couple other episodes in uh, during August and September, I would be so happy but that's probably not going to happen so look for number four sometime in august look for number five sometime in september in the middle of october i am going to do a very special halloween edition of project wide awake and it's all going to be halloween type music and it's not it's not the obvious stuff like um monster mash and you know just weird sounds it's actually stuff that you could play at a halloween party um, I think it's really cool. I'm very excited about that. That is almost entirely in the can because I'm going to do very little voiceover work on that. Um, but I need to get these other two out before that. So about October 15th, like two Saturdays before Halloween, I'm, I'm going to get that out to you. That way you've got time to listen to it and figure out what you want to do with it and how to integrate it into your incredibly busy lives. Also coming up, if you have been watching, I have another podcasting project called Small Lucky Waffle. Notes from a Pre-Digital Childhood. And this came about because I was on YouTube one time and I came across an ad from uh, both the 1970s and the 1980s for Lightbright. And it just made me think about how just about everything, entertainment-wise, fits in your pocket these days. Because you can just whip out your smartphone and not only do you have a phone, but you have... Facebook, you have all sorts of social networking tools like that. You have games, you have a camera. You know, it all fits in your pocket. What did we do for entertainment before those things? That's what I'm going to talk about. Um, and I've been actually accumulating a lot of information about that uh, and stuff to include. I've just, I just need the time to to put it all together. So again, probably sometime in October, look for episode number one of Small Lucky Waffle Notes from a Pre digital childhood and be aware that the title of that may change because I tend to do that 
Um, but then, you know, I, I have like a working title, and then after I've worked out two or three episodes, that is when you actually get the real title. So, um, that is what is coming up. And hopefully, again, uh, sometime between now and December, maybe four or five more episodes of Silent Noise Project, because I really want to get plenty of episodes uh, uh, published here and then do a little bit of publicity. I don't want to do publicity until I've probably got at least a dozen episodes of things, because a lot of podcasts make it to four, maybe five episodes, and then people get bored, people get busy, they quit doing them. That's not me. I want to keep doing this for a long, long time, but before I publicize it, Excuse me. Uh, I want to make sure I got plenty of stuff out there for people to back up and listen to. Well, that's pretty much it for me. I'm very close to the half hour mark. I said this would be short and sweet. Uh, it was neither. Um, but anyway, uh, that's it for now. You may not hear anything for a few weeks at least, but do uh, pay attention because it will be here. And actually, I'll talk about that in a little bit. Let's do some housekeeping. Music by the Get Up Kids is provided tonight by Mevio's Music Alley. You can check it out at music.mevio.com. That's music.mevio.com. Music by the Patinets is provided by Jamendo, which you can find at jamendo.com. That's J-A-M-E-N-D-O.com. And interstitial music like the bit that you were just listening to uh, is by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. I will include links in the show notes down below. Uh, Shout-outs. Hey, Dan, welcome back, because I think you're back from England, where you have been uh, enjoying yourself on holiday, visiting friends and relatives. Uh, Jake, who got uh, stung by a bee at 7 a.m. in the morning. Uh, I will tell you stories about that later on. Uh, to uh, Pete, who was also looking for summer work. I don't know if you were... Um, uh, more or less successful than I was, but I hope you uh, had some success in that. Um, who else am I missing? Um, oh yeah, people who every once in a while send me a poke on Facebook. Uh, Shelby, Austin, Alex, and uh, a Connor every once in a while sends me a poke on Facebook. Um, so hey, I will. Uh, I'm I'm giving you a shout out, and Benjamin, who is going to go. Uh, jackalope hunting with me. But first, I'm going to drop him off in the woods with a flashlight and a burlap sack so he can go snipe hunting. Um, Although he's probably done that already. Uh, Comments. You are free to comment. Uh, Use the comment form down below. If you like the music that you hear, you can follow the links in the show notes. Uh, You can... Some of of these people just give their music away. Some of them will give one or two songs away. You can buy the rest. Uh, If you like it, support them. Um, as also, you can uh, show me some incredibly platonic appreciation by clicking on the tip jar up above. Uh, and I will talk about uh, some of the other things that you can do to help support this podcast. Uh, if you would like to follow this podcast in a convenient way, you can use an RSS feed. If you don't know how to do that, there is a sticky post on this blog. 
I think, entitled How to Use RSS to Follow My Podcast. Uh, if not, uh, I can always send you a message on Facebook. If you are a Facebook friend of mine, shoot me a message and tell me that uh, you would like to become a member of the Podcast Awareness Network. And then when I release a new podcast, I will send you um, a message on Facebook along with a link. Anywhere from uh, 7 to 10 days uh, ahead of time of when I actually post the podcast or uh, 7 to 10 weeks afterwards because I, I sometimes forget things like that. Um, but yeah, you can join the Podcast Awareness Network that way. If you are not a friend of mine on Facebook, uh, there is a Facebook link at the top of this page. You know what to do. In some weird postmodern way, and the Silent Noise Project, our copyright 2011 by Kenneth John Odell, and are released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike License. For more information, visit creativecommons.org. You can always find all of these podcasts at blog.kjodel.net. That's blog.kjodle.net. See you next time.